I want to go back and continue as we've been talking about the Beatitudes, and I want to pick up where we left off on Sunday. And I'm going to just ask the musicians if they'll just hang with me for a minute. You can keep playing. Um, if we look at Matthew chapter 5, we've been talking about these Beatitudes. And truthfully, they've been so formational for me. It's been life-changing for me. And I don't know if anybody else, but for me, I thank the Lord for that. But this next Beatitude, the one that is after blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled the next one is blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy we've been talking about living a blessed life blessed living the upside down life meaning that this isn't the way the world thinks this is the kingdom of god this is the practice of heaven and tonight I want to talk to you a little bit more about this idea of being merciful, being merciful. You know, mercy is uh, basically is a love that responds to a human need in an unexpected or unmerited way. Really at its core, mercy is forgiveness. It's looking at somebody and saying, I forgive you. I let it go. We know of mercy as God forgiving us when we didn't deserve it. And the Bible shows us over and over again about how God loves us as sinners cast away from the throne of God, but yet He was merciful towards us and brought us near again. Mercy is, at its core, really is a delicate topic because you can't talk about mercy without talking about pain. Because if somebody is going to be merciful, it's going to be someone who is experiencing some type of inward pain. Someone does us unjustly. Someone does us wrong. And we have the power in our hand to hurt. We have our power in our hand to do someone wrong. But mercy gives us the question that says, instead of responding like the world might respond, how are we going to respond? Because Jesus taught us that blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. It's hard. It's hard to be merciful. It's hard to practice a lifestyle of being merciful because it requires us to grapple with deep hurt and deep pain in order to say, you know what, I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to let this go. I'm not going to hold it against you anymore. That was the way the Father worked with us, right? In deep pain, we offended Him with our sin, but yet He was merciful for, towards us and sent His Son. Basically, mercy puts us in God's place, or puts us in the place of God in somebody's life. In the essence that we're able to do something harmful, we're able to do something that could hurt them or bring them pain but mercy pulls the upper hand I want to talk to you about this image here tonight the Bible talks about Jeremiah and you know Jeremiah he's known as the weeping prophet he went through a lot of pain and difficulty as he looked over Jerusalem and he saw what they were dealing with and it caused him great grief inside of his heart 
And basically, he cried out a redundant prayer one time. And he said this, he said, The wound of the daughter of my people is my heart wounded. I mourn and dismay has taken hold of me. And he said this famous verse we hear often. He said, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? In other words, what Jeremiah was doing was he was looking at Jerusalem. He looked across the land and he thought, is there nothing that can heal this? Is there nothing that can bring restoration and the power to heal? Is there not a doctor who can take care of this? But the truth is there is no balm in Gilead. There is no balm that's there that has the power to heal. This doesn't exist. The healing balm is in Jesus. The healing balm is in the hands of God. And when we become the people that are merciful, when we become the people that practice a lifestyle of giving mercy, we become the caregivers of the healing balm of Christ. A balm was basically a mixture of spices and herbs and oils, olive oil. I love to eat olive oil. I I think it tastes delicious. But olive oil was a practice. It was a way of showing the balm. And today in our world that we're living in, in a world that is contentious, in a world that is at each other's throats, in a world that is ready to just throw down at any moment, and the sad thing is, we talk about that in the world, but many times it even comes into the church. We allow things to divide us so easily. The Bible teaches us about a balm. And I want to tell you about this balm tonight. It has the power to heal. It has the power to give mercy. Jesus gives a parable to a lawyer who basically wanted him to make a, prove a point to this lawyer. And he, the lawyer came to him and he said, I want to, basically he was desiring to justify himself, the Bible said. And he asked Jesus, he said, who is my neighbor? And Jesus gave him this story and said there was a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And it's the parable of the Good Samaritan. He would go along. But he tells the story of this man who was beat by robbers who his life was almost taken from him. And there he was left half dead in this pit. And then the priest walked by, didn't do anything. A Levite walked by, didn't do anything. But then the Samaritan came by. And notice what the Samaritan did. The Bible says in Luke 10 that he went up to him and he bound up his wounds and he began pouring oil and wine. In other words, he poured a balm on him. He was trying to find a a way to bring healing to his wounds and put a balm in his hand. And God used this parable to be an instruction of what it looks like to be merciful because then Jesus asked this lawyer, He says, who do you think proved to be the neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And the lawyer responded, the one who showed him mercy. You see, the merciful, they're the healers of the kingdom. They're the ones that pick up the balm. They look and see someone in pain and distress and they don't pick up with the terms of the world instead and rub the salt in and and get into it. No, they pick up the oil and they said, I can't offer you what you want. And I can't offer it on your terms. But what I can offer you is the healing balm of Jesus. 
You know, our world needs a fresh arising of merciful people who will look at people in their pain and in their distress and pick up the oil, pick up the balm, and pour it on the wounds. Instead, we live in a world that tries to agitate the wounds and make it feel even worse and more difficult. But that isn't how God calls us in the kingdom of God. God God calls us a different route. God calls us by the way of not taking salt and rubbing it in the wounds, but taking the balm and rubbing it in the wounds. We want to fight. We want to argue with each other. We see it all over our world and people trying to come at each other. But listen, the Bible teaches us that there is a blessedness in being merciful. There's a blessedness that can come into our lives if we'll learn the practice of being merciful. Right when someone does us wrong, we'll pick up the balm instead and pour it on the wounds. That's the person that trusts in God's healing power. That's the person that says that I'm going to give my allegiance to the kingdom of God and I'm going to trust in God to work it out. The merciful, they pick up the balm and the merciful use the balm because they know it works. You see, you can't can't extend mercy unless you've been a recipient of mercy. You can't allow somebody else to experience mercy if you yourself haven't experienced mercy. And that was what would happen to the Samaritan. He was an outcast of society. He was rejected by the people around him. But somewhere along the way, somebody gave him mercy. And so therefore, when he saw this man who was hanging on by a thread for his life, he looked at him and said, I've got to do something about it. So he came running over with the balm and tried to make him well again. You can't extend mercy until you've received it. Mercy is not a human quality. It's not something that's natural to us. It comes only from heaven. It's only a gift of God. Finally, using the balm will require suffering. Using the the balm to be merciful will require suffering. You see, being merciful is risky. It's risky because you can be merciful to someone and you not know what you're going to get. You might get bit. You might get lashed at. It might come back to bite you. But you extend mercy anyways. You see, as, the, as people of the kingdom of God, we've been called to be bridges to Christ. We've been called to be ambassadors of Christ. And you know what that means? Is that sometimes people are going to walk over top of us But that's okay. As long as we served as the purpose to be a bridge to Jesus, that's all right. That's the purpose of a bridge anyways, right? You see, those extending mercy, they suffer because they experience the hurt caused by their enemy. And those receiving mercy, they suffer as they realize that what they have done and they repent of their sin. Whenever you're dealing with sin, there is going to be pain. There's going to be hurt. But the experience of mercy heals the wounds and turns the suffering into joy. The person who is merciful is the person who makes themselves vulnerable because what we do when we're being merciful is basically we join ourselves to someone else's suffering. We come alongside of them and say, I'm going to join myself to you. And I'm going to, that's what the Samaritan did. He got down into the pit with the man and tried. He didn't just throw him the bomb. He didn't just pass it over to him. He got down into the pit. We've got to be willing. It's going to hurt a little bit. But blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. 
one of the greatest things about merciful I think any of us could ever need from this and why Jesus teaches us that blessed are the merciful is because the merciful, when we become people that become merciful, what we do is we, we practice a lifestyle that lets go of grudges, it lets go of bitterness, it lets go of rage, it lets go of unforgiveness, and instead it drops it at the feet of God, and it says I'm gonna, instead it says I'm going to choose the way of the kingdom, and that is love and forgiveness. I'm not going to wrestle on the terms of the world. Listen, what kind of damage we do to ourselves when we're not people who are merciful. We go to sleep with bitterness at night. We go to sleep with rage at night. But God wants us to experience the liberty of being merciful. That when we are done unjustly, we're not going to do that person any favor by holding on to it, by putting that bitterness into our hearts, that rage. Instead, we're going to bring the balm to, of Gilead. We're going to bring the balm of Jesus that says it can heal, it can restore and bring peace once again. Don't pick up that threat, that grudge, or that argument. Pick up mercy. Pick up mercy instead. I don't want to be a person that's known for anything else. I don't want to be a person that tosses salt. I don't want to be a person that, uh, like the Samaritan that tosses another alternative that says, well, maybe this will help or maybe this will help. No, I just want to be somebody who is merciful. God has given us, listen, as the people of God, as the children of the kingdom, God has given us a balm, and His name is Jesus. And what will we do with it? Blessed are the merciful. See, the hard part about mercy is the only way that God could get mercy to us here today is to show it to us. Mercy is not something you can just talk about. Mercy is something you've got to do it. It has to be shown. May God use us to be merciful. I don't know about you right now, but I know our world needs a fresh baptism of mercy. Mercy, mercy, mercy. I don't know about you, but it is only because of mercy that I'm here today. And I don't want to be the person that withholds mercy from anybody else. I just want to give mercy pour mercy on people. Let's just offer the balm, not hold a grudge, not hold unforgiveness or bitterness, but give mercy today. Just when you and I should have received an internal punishment, just when you and I, oh man, we should have been cast far, far away. God was merciful to us. What good news is that today? And blessed are the merciful. They're going to receive mercy. How many of you want mercy tonight? I want mercy. Let's stand. Would you close your eyes with me for a moment? The Lord wants to heal our hearts with the balm that only comes from heaven. Sometimes the pain that's inside and the hurt that is inside is connected to what somebody has done or the way somebody has treated us or the way we feel about something or whatever it may be. But I want to encourage you tonight, whatever that thing is, please, please, I beg of you tonight, just lay it down. Don't go on carrying that anymore. Don't try to pick up that 
that thing anymore. God's offering you a balm to heal that pain tonight, to heal that hurt tonight. But it requires you to say, okay, Lord, I'll let it go. It's not easy to be done unjust. It's not easy. Look, that hurts more than anything. Joseph, when he was done unjustly by his brothers, he had every power to put the wrath back on them. But instead, he offered mercy. When Jesus was being arrested, Peter was right by his side, and Jesus could have taken advantage of what Peter wanted to do. And Peter took that sword and cut off the servant's of the high priest's ear, and Jesus said, no more of this put his ear back on and healed him because he is merciful, 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 merciful. And so tonight, God, we pray, make us a people of mercy, Lord. Make us a people of mercy tonight. Lord, I pray for those who are dealing with pain, Father. They're dealing with hard feelings tonight, God. They don't know how to appropriate them, Father. God, I want to pray tonight that those who have done them wrong, those who have done them evil, Lord, that they may lay it down tonight, that they may trust you, Jesus, because blessed are the merciful. Lord, I hear you tonight, and I welcome the power to heal tonight, Jesus. Heal broken hearts. Heal divided hearts, Lord. God, may we not be a people that's divided, but may we be a people that are known for mercy, Lord. Mercy. God, I pray that today the people would look into our lives and say, that's a merciful person. Not because of us, but because of how much you love us, Father. Because of how you sent your Son, Lord. When we deserve the worst punishment, Lord, you sent your Son. God, help us to be merciful today, Father. I pray, Lord, today that you would restore brokenness tonight, God. Lord, that there is pain, that tonight that they would discover the balm that is in Jesus, that heals, that restores, Lord, tonight. Lord, tonight we pray for a divided nation. We pray that a balm from Jesus would come, Lord. We pray a balm that heals a divide would come, Father God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would cause us to repent, Lord, and turn from our wicked ways, Lord, to put that thing down, Lord, and follow you, Jesus. God, I want to receive mercy tonight. All of us here tonight, Lord, we pray, lead us to you, Jesus. Lead us to you, to repentance tonight. Lead us to the throne, Father God. I want to encourage you where you're at tonight, if you'll just pray and call upon the Lord, however the Lord feel, you feel led tonight. But pray tonight. Make things right. We're just going to let the, uh, the band play, and we're just going to pray here for a moment. May we repent, Lord. May we make things right. God, if we're harboring forgiveness, Lord, may we let it go tonight. God, we want to come to you. We humble ourselves, Father God. Jesus, we're going to make this right tonight, Lord. We're not going to leave here with bitterness, Jesus. 
pray, Jesus. Oh, God, we repent tonight, Lord. We repent, Father God.